Blind your eyes, steal your tongue, take it when you're over. Welcome back to the show. I mean, it's been a long time. It's been almost a month, and we have an action-packed movie to talk about. We watched a movie with an enlarged ass, and no, we did not watch The Wedding Planner. We watched <laughs> Rectuma. <laughs> so, so who? Uh, let's get these shots going before uh, we start talking. All right, cheers. Cheers. Make his mark. Who wants to go first with their one word? I can go. So my one word is sarcasm. 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 <laughs> my one word is spooge. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that part, but that was pretty hilarious. <laughs> Ooh, you got spooge on my leg. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> So, do you have a word, Gene? I, I don't have a word. I have a lot of thoughts and questions on this movie, and I'll begin with my first question. Before we get into what this what happened in the movie, I have a quick question. Is this the only movie where a human butt is the villain? I think there's a lot of movies where there's ass, <laughs> asses that are villains, but... Um... Basic Instinct? <laughs> <laughs> I can't I kill her ass in that movie too. I can't hold back anymore. I love this fucking movie. I can't tell you how much I the first 40 minutes the lines were so fucking funny. Um and you know what? This movie came at a great time for me because nowadays with the whole fucking political correctness, uh you know the uh people being shunned and ostracized and there was so much politically incorrect stuff in this movie, but it affected everybody. There was nobody that was left out. Nobody. Whites, blacks, gays, uh, Indians, Asians. And you know what, people? It's a Muslims, fucking, Catholics. Well, it's a fucking comedy. It's supposed to be funny. I'm just tired of this bullshit where it's like, I get offended, I get offended. Fuck that. And this movie was awesome. And they did it in a way, but they did it in a way that it wasn't like hatred. Do you understand what I'm saying? Joel, I mean, it wasn't like... I agree with you. I think you had a little bit of an old man rant right there, but I <laughs> but I do agree with you. Um, it had even like someone like... Even like a... I know it was a really dumb movie, but Mel Brooks kind of feel yes, where yeah. like even him were kind of going... He would just hit on everything. Himself, Jewish, whatever, <laughs> you know? And so I like that too. So... I hate being the contrarian. However, this movie's final, this movie's two halves to me. The first half is a, a very funny movie. The second half of this movie, I hated. I hated the second half of this movie, and I think it just... You hated the Godzilla ending. He, I just, <laughs> I don't know if it just wore off. 
like the goofiness. Like to me, it was like the second was like a parody movie where the last didn't outweigh the stupidity. It just maybe got a little. I don't know if the word's tiresome. I but the I second half right of this here. movie just didn't land like the first did. But the, I want to say the first half, the first thirty-five minutes of this movie, it's one of the funnier movies I've seen in a while. I think um, you're kind of right there, Eric, because it's like when you watch a comedian, you know, after a while, it just gets old. And I think some of the one-liners and some of the jokes of that just got old after a while. So I think that's where that, why the movie did get shitty towards the end. It, it just didn't stop. That's <laughs> why I said you kind of got just, you got exhausted because it just, everything was a joke. There wasn't like one serious, everything led to another joke <laughs> and, and ribbon on somebody else or ribbon on a different race. And it was, but there's movies like, you know, there's comedies like Step Brothers or I, I'm just like, you know, any comedy movie ever, any Tommy boy where the laughs never stop. And then in this movie, it hit a point. I don't know if there was just too much ass in this movie, and I just got sick of it. And there I was a lot of got... there was a lot of male hairy ass in this movie. There was a lot. There was of not ass. one female ass no. in this movie, All and male that was asses. the one downfall. I thought this movie could have been remade <laughs> with a woman's ass, and I would have loved it. I don't care. I still loved it. Let's talk about okay. First of all, the characters. I mean, the leading man, Waldo Williams, right? That's his name, Waldo. And his wife, Velveeta. And Velveeta's Velveeta. So they start out, it starts out with them on the beach in Mexico. And she's reading the book. Did you guys happen to see the book that she's reading? Yeah, How to Murder My Husband in Five Easy Steps or something <laughs> yes. like that. Right? So basically it just it starts how she just can't stand her husband and hates her husband. So I got a couple sound clips for this movie. And uh, I know we don't normally do this, but I got to play a couple. So if you guys don't mind, I'm going to play... In the beginning where they're on the sand, this is actually where he gets bit in the ass by great. bullfrog or something. So um Yeah, let's let's uh let's hear this part. When who was at the time coaching Look, we have evolved so much more than just that. I mean I don't need a big black dick in me to be happy. Oh what? Go back to sleep. Why would you say that? Because it's true. No, no, I mean the part about the big black dick. Well, were you going to interrogate me the entire trip? Get your mind off black dicks and enjoy the sunshine. What? <laughs> <laughs> that was the start of the movie, which I was like, this is awesome. I love it. It was it was awesome. I mean, you could see right away they were going right into the race uh, race jokes. Um, you kind of skipped two important characters that came up right before oh, that, yeah, though, yeah. and those were the sirens that were constantly singing throughout this whole flick. I mean, one of the very first that was lines of one of the songs that I liked was. Uh, if you doubt us, fuck you. It occurred. <laughs> the two. It's two Asian women. Uh, their names are High and Knee. <laughs> High and Knee. And it's the song. I mean, the way they did that whole movie singing. I mean, we're that was two... classic. I like that. that. That was the one thing that didn't get old for me. <laughs> Those two Asians singing were just hilarious. And they do end up in the urinal, but we can talk about that later. Do you know that this movie was based on... I don't know if this is true, but this is what the credits said in the beginning. It said it was based on a novel called The Butt That Drip Blood. Is that true or was no, that part of the joke? If you watch the beginning with the whole, when they're running credits and all of that, it was just a big joke. 
Did you see what it was? Yeah, um, that when they when they started him, all those words that came gotten smaller and smaller and longer and longer. You couldn't even read. Did you pause yeah. it at all? And read I that? did not, but it was just goofy stuff. And did you see where it was a production company was? No, what did it, what was it? Pyramont. Instead of Paramount, because <laughs> the guy that made this movie, his name is Mark Puro. By Puro. Puro, yeah. So it was Pyramont Pictures. <laughs> All right. Come on, Eric. You got to love this movie. Come on. The opening crawl put Star Wars to shame. <laughs> I, I could have sworn it was five minute long. <laughs> I know at one point it said something about they're not responsible for cars that were blown up in this movie or something. <laughs> there wasn't one car blown up in this movie. So who was the most racist character in this movie? Well, let me, let me, let's go on then. Okay. So they go okay, from, go they go in from the beach. Cause I'm just saying is that you just mentioned the, the, the wife saying that thing about black dicks or whatever. Right. Because she's cheating on her husband, with some guy at work. But didn't they just also say, Damn Mexicans! I don't like the LA beaches. They are overcrowded with foreigners. <laughs> she did, she goes. He goes. Well, he Wilder goes. Uh, we could have done this in LA at the LA beaches. And she goes. You know I hate LA beaches. They're full of foreigners. And he stops and looks because they're in Mexico. <laughs> the way he looked around is like, okay. <laughs> uh, so we go yeah. right to back to work. Well, right. We go right to work. Well, on the on the in the sand, he gets bit. Apparently, they don't show it, but... He says, ouch. Yeah. Something bit me. Apparently, it was a Mexican uh, Mexican butt-humping bullfrog is what he got bit by. <laughs> <laughs> no, our, no, I want to bring uh, Gene in this, because Gene's kind of our science expert. Is this a true uh, thing, this, this frog? Does it butt-fuck people as they're on the beach? To my knowledge, there is not a frog in the Amazon nor Central America you don't that rapes human beings. No. So you're saying there's no such thing okay, as so a that's Mexican not, that's not scientifically true. Okay. According to my thesis, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that 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 kind of bumps me out a little bit, but you know, I'm still laughing. That high and knee when they were singing. <laughs> you know what? One of the words that they said, though, they were like, you know, they were singing all like, this story is true. <laughs> if you doubt, I'll fuck you. <laughs> I was, I was it like, occurred. I love this movie. So he goes to the back to work. They work in some kind of warehouse. And, and we learn right away about one of the greatest inventors of all time. <laughs> What, what was that guy's name? His colleague. I don't MC, know his name. I think his name was MC or he had like initials or something. MC Hammer. I don't know. Was his uh, colleague who was a great inventor. He great, invented this awesome decipher tool, the Rapinator. The Rapinator. I think is what it was called. <laughs> yes. It takes black, <laughs> t- black allows talk. allows white people to understand the lyrics of rap and African-American people in general, right? Yes. Great I, invention. I do have another soundbite from that, him and uh, his working partner. Do you guys want to hear that one too? I would love to. Because that's the one where he first finds out his ass is hurting or whatever. So. <laughs> What 
what's wrong. I don't know. My butt's been bugging me since Mexico. What part? What do you mean, what part? I mean, what part is bugging you? The hole? The cheek? The tank? Just my whole ass. The asshole? The asshole is part of the whole ass, isn't it? You pooping okay? I'm pooping okay. You wipe good? My wiping is just fine. <laughs> That's a I think he had a great, you know, he was a helpful person talking about what <laughs> you pooping is the best. Okay? procedure to wipe your ass it's horizontal i never knew that i didn't know that was the way to go but i like that did either of you try wiping diagonally in the last two weeks because i have been wiping diagonally non-stop since watching does, this does movie. it how is it how's it working uh, it, it doesn't this guy's full of shit it doesn't matter which way you wipe there's gonna be shit on the toilet paper so it, <laughs> It's shit on your, you're just gonna I, I, find, have some I find no matter what direction, if you use a wet wipe, <laughs> flushable wet wipe, it works better. I don't know about wiping, but I was soaking my ass in salt water. Because <laughs> 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 apparently that's what you have to do if you have that butt-humping bullfrog bite you in your ass. Well, then he, uh, our, our, our good friend Waldo has to go see the doctor, right? Oh, my Lord. This is my favorite <laughs> character in this movie, this proctologist. Funny, funny, funny. And I do have another... That's great. I do have a clip from this guy, too. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So we're going to go with this. Hold on. Oh, shit. Well, first of all, to set it up, you know, he goes to see the proctologist to um, figure out what his problem is. Well, this proctologist... You know, first of all, do you guys see what kind of that bullseye? He put like a bullseye towel on his ass, and he starts getting yes, his, and it was like a, a hand painted bullseye. Yeah, he gets his rubber gloves on. He starts jamming his fingers in the guy's ass, and then this is some of the conversation that goes on. So, I'll take it from here. Ooh, sorry. Damn, never got three in there before. Are you almost done? Stop being such a baby. This is nothing. It's just my fingers. Well, you wouldn't believe some of the things I've seen up the human anus. I can't imagine. No, you can't. Let me tell you, my friend, there's a lot of very adventurous people out there. Do you want to know what I have found up ashes? No. Flashlights, soda bottles, French bread, French horns, small rodents, large rodents, Barbie dolls with accessories, remote controls, ketchup containers, staplers, electric razors, boxing gloves, video cassettes, strawberry pop tarts. All right, that's really fascinating, doctor, but are you going to take those fingers out soon or do we got to get a room? <laughs> You know what we saw in the doctor's office was which which I was really like impressed by were those posters of uh Mr. Randy Rump. Did you notice that at all? Yeah. And he also had a picture of uh he had like uh shit, he had you know, first of all he had a picture of asses, you know, different asses, and then he had a picture of uh what's his name from uh, the seven hundred club back in the day. Was it Pat I Roberts, I think? Yeah, or, but the Randy Rump picture of the ass was like a foreshadow of this <laughs> ass person kind of taking over. But yeah, he also had that great Colonel Sanders uh, <laughs> accent, which is funny, too. <laughs> and um, after he gets done uh, 
examine him. He's like eating ch- snacks and stuff, and he's still got the glove on. <laughs> well, right away, he puts his like he's like he puts his finger in his mouth <laughs> like he's thinking. Like yeah. as soon as he takes it out, it's like oh my god. Yes, yes. Okay, I got one last soundbite with this wait, doctor. Wait, wait, is, is this the one with the twelve-year-old? Uh, no. Oh. Okay, can we talk about that real quick? No, no. Well, hold <laughs> on. He this... mentions okay, go ahead, go ahead. how he's had a twelve-year-old. <laughs> So no, here's what here here's what set that up. Your rectums are barely beige. <laughs> he goes, uh, well, what he says, he goes, uh, you know, quit being a baby. He goes, you know, I had a twelve year old boy in here recently, and then uh, um, the Walder goes, <laughs> you had a twelve year old boy with a big prostate? No, I just had a twelve year old boy in here. <laughs> <laughs> but I love what he's like. Yeah, his rectums are the rectums are barely beige. <laughs> okay, here's here, fuck here's my, going on here's here? my last uh, little soundbite from that uh, the proctologist. So, um, which I thought might have been the funniest like two minutes that they had here. So let's let's go with this. <laughs> How long? How long do I have, Doctor? Uh, you could have uh, six months. Six months? But in all honesty, four would probably be closer to the mark. Four months? Four weeks. Four weeks? Oh, if I was a betting man, I uh, wouldn't count on more than three. Three weeks? Three days. Three days? That's if I was a betting man. But not being a betting man, I wouldn't count on more than two. In fact, would you mind paying me before you left today? Would you just shut up? Every time you open your mouth... My lifespan gets shorter. That reminds me of a funny story. Uh, did you hear the one about the man whose doctor gave him three months to live, and when he couldn't pay, he gave him three more months? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is awesome. <laughs> oh goodness, he is. The doctor was good, but I mean, almost not as not as this wasn't as good as House Shark characters, but. There, there was a couple other characters coming up that were that would give the doctor for a run. I think too. That I think a big part of this reason why I didn't like the second half is because of all my favorite comedic characters. You know, the post office coworker, <laughs> the proctologist, and then we'll get to uh, the uh, detective that thinks she's Jodie Foster in Silence of the Lambs. Those are my three favorite characters, but. The fact that the proctologist and the post office worker are done after minute like fifteen, I think that it's almost like they play. It's like a like a rock, uh, you know, album where you play the the hits, the first four songs. It's almost like uh, Joshua Tree on YouTube, where you got like, you know, without with or without you, where the streets have no name, you know, still haven't found what I'm looking for. Your first three songs, and then. And like, the rest do I have of really sit here and listen to the rest of these? No, but I'm just saying those three are the best songs in the album, and you play them right off the bat. Well, I felt like that's what this movie was with. Well, let's keep the, the hits going because you know what? The There's another hit coming up and the, next. And you know what that is? Worker, to me, those three, like the proctologist scenes, felt like something out of an Austin Powers movie. It was that funny. Were these guys really actors, these people in these movies, or are these just, again, somebody's friends and shit? Because, like, they were better than other movies we've seen, like yeah. some really bad ones, acting-wise, but it was also really bad. Well, me and Gene were talking uh, before you got here, Joel, and this, um, we were saying, you, it's hard to find uh, 
stuff on this movie and hard to find these actors and stuff on these actors. You go to the uh, IMBD, you can't find stuff on these people. Which is, I don't think they're real actors. I think these are people that they just found. Well, they were a hell of a lot a better actors than some of the shit we've seen. I was surprised. This, did anyone see where this movie was filmed? I'm guessing Cleveland. I don't know. It was hard to find stuff on this movie. To tell you the truth, uh, the Mark Pirro guy, I only found one bit where he was interviewed by somebody from the UK. And they were talking about, other, you know, he did a movie called Queer Wolf, I think it's called. I saw Night the names of his movies, and each movie was worse and worse. It was great. Um, but they interviewed him, and he sounded, you know, really funny, really intelligent. A matter of fact, um, I even uh, wrote down a line because it was only like maybe a 15, 20-minute interview. Or, but they had told him about, you know, do you, you know, mad? At, or were you finding people mad because uh, you were offending people and it's not really politically correct? And you know what he said, which I, I thought was an awesome line. He goes, he goes, I'm not a big fan of people who say, I'm offended by this, so you should be too. And I thought, that's fucking right on. It's like perfect. It's a great line because that's the reality right there, man. You know, you can be, even if you're offended by something, you can be offended by it, but you don't, you don't know if everyone's offended by it. You'd be offended and be, shut up. <laughs> well, speaking of offended, we got our next uh, character who comes involved here because... The proctologist recommends none other than Dr. Wan Samsaki. <laughs> well, can we, right before you do that, real quick, I just want to get back to the greatest inventor of all time. MC. Um, <laughs> his co-worker at whatever they were doing there. Um, Peter Post he had the, the what, what was it called? The weight? The belly? What was it called? <laughs> it was like an ab workout. Yeah, it was like an ab workout. But it was just a rope, and he's like, keep <laughs> doing sit-ups and looking at your belly. <laughs> and, and look it, it's working. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. I think it was just a piece of rope. With a, something <laughs> he had a rope on his belly. He's like, Go look at your abs again. Sit up again. Look at your abs. Sit up. Look again. Look at... He goes, I'm tired. He goes, see, it's working. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Dr. Wansamsaki. No, the gut flattener. I just, real I'll quick, have was coffee. The gut flattener. <laughs> <laughs> All right, doctor. This is my you? guy, man. I like this dude. Very sarcastic. He meets him in the uh, <laughs> in the car. Sarcastic. <laughs> he goes, "Are you Doctor Juan Samsaki?" <laughs> no, I'm Jennifer Lopez. Does my ass look big? <laughs> of course, I'm Doctor Juan Samsaki. A lot of ass references in this movie. <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing out here in this alley or something? He's like, oh, I'm just out here blowing people or something or sucking people off or something. He said something and he's looking at him. He's like, sarcasm. I liked Winger better than the doctor. Oh, his uh, sidekick? <laughs> First of all, the doctor's name was great, right? Wants, wants more sake or whatever his wants name is, you know, but um, Winger was the greatest. Winger was an ass lover. He was a lover of ass. Um, he said, the ass is a wonderful thing. Looks like 
two fat little boys standing side by side, shirtless in a, in a gym class. <laughs> <laughs> he also said, if your ass was a hotel, it'd be five stars. <laughs> that's when Waldo's like, uh, can this guy leave? <laughs> he goes, can your assistant he's leave? Almost, he's almost like if Igor from Young Frankenstein was... Like, he made creepy cop. He's a creepy Igor, basically. He copied the character, but then just took it to a whole nother level. Oh, yeah. yeah. Molest, mol molester Igor kind of character. <laughs> yeah. 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 His teeth are all fucked up and shit. Yes. There's a lot of white and bread looking motherfuckers in this movie. Those other priests that we're going to get to. Uh, do you want to get to those priests? I don't know. Of course, they we have do to. have a lot of St. Matthews listeners, so I don't know if we want to start going into some of the evil shit that was going in that scene. <laughs> it was like it was only like whatever five minutes, I think that scene, but it was just your typical, um, you know, let's make fun of the uh, priest molesting boys, or uh, not even boys. Like, it was just uh, they're all was, they molest everybody. What are you talking about? It was just uncomfortable <laughs> watching that. Especially the again, the side characters, the way they looked, you know, with the hillbilly teeth and uh, the two other small, uh, two priests that were helping that guy. Um, there was one line during that whole doctor with the whole sticking radiation up his ass, radiation, what was that thing called? A nuclear shrinking rod or whatever it was. <laughs> but um, during that time, He's like, why don't you just spank me and call me Becky? And I'm like, oh, I've heard that before. <laughs> I bet you have. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. After that scene, what happens? I think he goes home and he sees his wife cheating on him or something. Well, there was one real important, before you get that, one really important part was that the doctor, this has happens in a lot of movies where old Asian dudes give very good advice and the white person doesn't listen to it, okay? He said, when you get home twice a day, you have to use salt water. Soak your ass in salt water. It's the same way as gremlins. The old Asian guy, do not feed him after midnight. Do not get water on him. What do these stupid white dudes do, dude? They just do the exact opposite, and look what happens. Godzilla ass. <laughs> Gene, you're awful quiet. I mean, I have nothing to say on Godzilla ass. We do... We are forgetting to talk about the third, the second build character in this entire movie. Velveeta? No, it's the <laughs> it's the cop. We have yet to talk about the police who play a major part in this movie. Wait a minute, the police! Oh my god, that cop was awesome. What was what? What did they call him? Um, what did he call him at first? The, uh, Detective Cocksucker. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the. Uh, the two detectives and one that thinks she's Jodie Foster and yeah okay yeah we're getting to that because he ends up going home and seeing um his wife cheating on on him with uh 
I think his, I wrote his name on Johnny Pecks from the, the black guy from the warehouse. So I have my one last sound bite, and this is when um, he catches him cheating, or catches her cheating on him. Um, all right, let's let's play this here. You love me anymore? Oh, Waldo. I love you in my own way. And that way is, well, I hate you. Why? You're boring. I get nothing out of talking to you. I'm tired of looking at that Willy Wonka face of yours, and God knows you don't do anything for me sexually. Johnny is more understanding of me. Johnny is more sensitive. Johnny's more in touch with his feminine side, and Johnny is hung like a baby rhino. Uh, I get that from my mom. <laughs> <laughs> He gets that from his mom. Johnny Pex. <laughs> There's also a part in the, earlier in the movie when um, they're all in the warehouse and she's standing by her husband and um, the other guy and all of a sudden that Johnny Pex comes by and goes up to Velveeta and he goes, uh, he goes uh, hey, I need to talk to you about a load that's coming up. <laughs> I know, that was great. <laughs> I mean, there's so many... They used every stereotype that you could possibly use to its fullest. I mean, he was trying to... We haven't talked about how his wife has set up now in four or five times to kill him using ricin, using a gun, trying to throw heavy objects at him, did everything, um, poisoned Coca-Cola. I, but, um, I forgot about the part with the gun when he comes to bed and all of a sudden he reaches on her pillow and there's a like, gun or a pillow. He's like, honey, what's this? And she goes, a gun? And he goes, uh, why is there a gun under your pillow? Well, you don't want me to wear a gun holster to bed, do you? He's, he's like, no, why do you have a gun? <laughs> oh, quiet. Just go back to bed. I'll shoot you in the morning. <laughs> he goes, what? <laughs> uh, I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> I'll shoot you in the morning. Stuff like that. I love that. It's like, you know, the old this, this is still to 14 the part year old boy. Eric was saying it's still good. You know, it's still going. It's still, it's still new. But then it starts getting a little bit crazy. But... Right at that time, too, the sirens came back on, and I just wanted to talk about my favorite siren scene. I call them the sirens, the singing Asian girls. But when they're in the urinal, <laughs> they're singing oh, in the urinal. Yes. <laughs> all of a sudden, the guy walks up and starts peeing, and all you hear is the <laughs> gargling. <laughs> that was pretty funny, yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, where are we on this movie? I haven't seen this movie in like three and a half weeks. I am absolutely struggling because this movie chronologically is just as all over the place as our podcast. I've seen this movie three <laughs> times, so I can tell you everything about this movie. Well, now they meet up the two detectives. Um, can we talk about the sex scene between Johnny and the wife? This is when, when finally... Um, Waldo's ass goes rogue and takes off and has his own mind of his own and he ends up taking out some people. But um, when they had sex, that was the weirdest orgasm scene I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> well, that's, where, that's where Johnny Pex is laying there. He's like, 
Ugh, Spooge! You got Spooge on my leg! And he starts running to the bathroom like a little girl. <laughs> She's like, will you stop doing that? She's like, that? you always do that! <laughs> you got Spooge Not again. on my leg. <laughs> yes, and that's when uh, the ass starts to take over. Um, the ass actually leaves his body and starts to uh, destroy the world. Well, he goes and kills his wife and Johnny Pecks first. So what is is that supposed to be shit that that yeah. that liquid crap that that they're showing on here? That's uh, that was the weirdest little yes. looking caramel looking stuff I've ever seen. Because the detective show up at Waldo's house, and they go, "Yeah, there's a fecal trail, you know, leading to the murder scene. It's what the one that's leading out of your house." And that detective goes, "Well, you've seen one fecal trail. You've seen them all." <laughs> <laughs> And the funny thing is, I think they said fetal trail a couple times since I don't think they even said it right, actually. But um, Sapola, let's talk about Sapola, Detective Sapola. I love that character. You know what? She tries to do the Clarice from Jodie Foster, and she's, you know right what? To it, a it's pretty dead on. For a non famous actress, she was really good. Dude, I was like, I was like, where did they get this? You know, Jodie Foster replica. She was awesome. And the best part was her her mannerisms, everything. Well, her uh, partner who would get pissed off every time she'd do that. He'd be like, "Uh, "You're not Clarice. You know, you're you're a doctor or you're Detective Spapola or whatever." And she'd be like, "Oh, sorry, sorry. You know, I got got out of character." The hamster case killer. She is the perfect example, I feel like, for this movie on what I'm trying to say the first half plays and the second half doesn't. To me, her emulating like Agent Starling from Silence of the Lamb, everything, all those scenes to me had me crying laughing. But then later in the movie when she's like possessed by like an asshole, like from she a past sees, case. Yeah, well, she sees an ass. And I she just w- in that, like, I didn't laugh at one of those scenes. So I just feel like, again, they played the hits at the beginning, including this scene where she's interrogating the guy from a one-way mirror. <laughs> like, do you think that Foster? they that maybe good... had all these things planned, and all of a sudden, like, how do we finish this? <laughs> we've been we've been blowing this up so perfect. We got to go big. We've got to go big. We've got to have a guy grab a gerbil out of his asshole <laughs> and have her go nuts. <laughs> so, so that part where uh, I'm laughing right now because I'm thinking about that part where they go, they needed um, a sample it's from semen. It. They needed a blood sample. Whatever. He's like, well, semen will do. No, he goes, uh, I need a urine sample. He's like, oh, I just went to the bathroom. And she's like. Well, you can jack off this cup if you want. We'll give you a minute or three minutes. Three minutes. We're going to give them, and they give them these magazines. But just Waldo's look on his face is, is I, I crack up just looking at him when she's like, like, you can jack off into this cup. I would have been like, I don't need the magazines. I need you to stop in here. Step in here, Clarice. And I'll give you two minutes. And then when, and then when she has that, the semen in that sample in her cup in her hand, and she like jerks and he hits the other detective in the face. <laughs> He's got all over his face. And then she runs back to the house. That was the worst, first of all, simulated cum shit I've ever seen. It was like complete milk. It was I, awful. Yeah, it was I think they stupid. didn't want to. I think they didn't want to go too much overboard. They didn't want to be an X-rated version, but 
But then she runs back. Well, no, Mr. Williams, I need you to do this again. Actually, the shit looked more like calm if the shit was white. Do you think the director was paying homage to Silence of the Lambs with the cum in the face scene? Because that one... <laughs> it was. I think that one uh, That one prisoner does throw uh, his semen at Jodie right. Foster. Like yes. the second I think that might be... That might have been a... But it, it didn't go to her. It, you know, it went to her, her partner. So... Nope. Maybe. Doc, doc, uh, detective homage. cocksucker an unintentional callback yeah <laughs> next you know waldo's pretty upset so i think he's looking for some some saving and so he steps into the catholic church and all of a sudden has a meeting with the three most interesting priests i've ever seen <laughs> what do you think about that we covered this already Wait, no, we didn't cut. We didn't cover this yet. Yeah, the priest. We said we just said that it happened, but I mean, the, the priest pretty much locked him in the <laughs> room, and all of a sudden they pulled out their one tooth. They all smiled. They each had like one or two teeth. I was waiting for the banjo to start. <laughs> yes. Pull down your pants. We will exercise that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty uh, morbid. So the ass goes on a rampage and it gets bigger. Um, so they decide to call in. Uh, want well, some before sock that, you, you missed a really important scene when you're going all over the it place, brings dude. it back to the inventor you know waldo got robbed by a black guy well all right you're gonna go to every single fucking part well there. i mean i thought that it brought it back to the most important invention that we talked about all which right, was the rapinator <laughs> you know the only way he could try to get out of this robbery was to use the decipher rapinator to talk black to the black man <laughs> thought that was pretty goddamn racist <laughs> you can go on I'm, i apologize no i'm just like i think that happened a lot earlier but that's fine because now he is I'm chronologically on my my list here i don't know when did we ever go chronologically so. <laughs> when did true. we ever become a structured podcast <laughs> i guess i'm gonna hurry to get to uh want some sake's uh was it his uncle or brother from japan okay let's get to him who had a speech Mr. Toshira? <laughs> he had a speech impediment <laughs> <laughs> and his speech impediment See, was my guess marty is at this point of the movie you were at least four or five drinks <laughs> in so you were just like we me and eric were probably sober watching this and we we're like god is this gonna end and this is where you just were turning it on oh my god i was laughing the speech impediment basically wasn't a speech impediment it was obviously speaking like every japanese movie where your lips don't sync up with uh <laughs> with the sound <laughs> and it was not it didn't just include him it included uh what's it what's the guy's name the sama summa cum laudan was like actually also had the same impediment i think <laughs> yes <laughs> so this is where it got yeah it got crazy They're like how many other different races and religions could we fucking 
talk <laughs> shit about. Let's try to add them all in at the end. Um, <laughs> some come a louder, right? Isn't that what the Muslim <laughs> terrace was? Some come a louder. Yeah, the the some come a louder <laughs> cave is where we found the terrace. <laughs> so apparently, <clears throat> they needed to get um, the the rectum or ass was getting out of control and was like getting bigger i guess or whatever i don't know it was like this huge ass terrorizing this the u.s so they decided to get uh the summa come to they needed someone to what was it how did they say this he said like um do you want to destroy the biggest asshole in the united <laughs> states <laughs> we need a, a suicide mission and they're like tie and a you're rope. Gonna, you're gonna get your 17 virgins <laughs> and 34 if you count their moms. Uh, <laughs> you know you're gonna be able to get all this shit. And they're gonna tie a rope around him and throw him like into the tar- harpoon him or like shoot him into this asshole and he's gonna <laughs> blow it up or whatever. <laughs> so what was Mr. Toshira's job? Just to recruit a fucking yeah. I didn't understand bomb that Arab, like a right. stereotypical bomb Arab dude. Is that that was why they hired him? Well, they had to make fun of Asians, so he said, "How can we make fun of Asians now in this movie?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's been thinking that for that shit for years. Like, how can I say that someone has a speech impediment and we're just going to overdub them? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I did love the riot when you watch the riot. <laughs> I thought the riot was even funny. It was like. Um, what was that one dude said? He's like, ladies and gentlemen, please stay calm. Apply preparation H to your face. <laughs> I missed that part. <laughs> they said that. Uh, that was funny. Um, so they um, shoot him into this asshole. <laughs> this, <laughs> this terrorist is going inside. He gets inside. And he's like thinking, oh, maybe I'm not going to blow him up. I'm going to be nice and um, not. Tell uh, me you have this soundbite. I you don't, don't have this soundbite? No, but I do have It's my quote. I have my quote. Okay, so. okay that's your quote. <laughs> but yeah, he ends up, um, the wife calls him and starts bitching at him. So he's like, screw it. I'm going to blow this up and blow myself up. So, well, pretty much we're getting to the end here, right? He blows up the ass yeah. and, um, go ahead, Gene. You're sitting there at your, <laughs> Gene's just like, I, just, I don't around. remember this even happening. What happened? I, I, I told you, I really don't have much to say about the second half of this film. Like it was so bad to me that I, it wasn't bad to the point where I had to fast forward. Like I still suffered through the entirety. I did find the Japanese uncle hilarious, like the the dubbing of the voice, the Japanese voices always plays. You know, it played in Kung Pao, it played in Rectuma. Does anybody know why that occurs? I, I I had trouble like looking that up because they don't speak English, and so they got to translate it in, and they just do a horrible job of dubbing it in. So it's. Originally in like whatever language, Cantonese, Correct. Japanese, and yep. they have to dub it. O- they have to dub it over in yes. English, but it doesn't match. Okay, is that that's the only? Because like when you watch films, let's say from Mexico or whatever, they at least try to like dub it so it's moving as a lips move. But in- 
the problem in real is whether it's Japanese or Chinese, there's so many more words than what the English words are for that same statement. So it's like there are, you know, talking for a long time and it seems like, you know, they talk for like two minutes How and all of a sudden it's like, hey, I'm going home. <laughs> How do they talk though? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I left that for, for the last podcast with Sean. <laughs> so, so the movie actually ends. We don't need to talk about part two like you normally do and remakes because guess what happens at the end? His, they tell you it's going to happen. Yes, because it's his balls. Scrotum, the movie. His balls get bigger because they had used nuclear rods to hold up his balls as they were working on his rectum. So his balls ended up getting bigger because he didn't soak them in salt water like he was told. Again, they don't listen to the old Asian man. So then all of a sudden here comes High and Knee, our Asian singers, singing about the scrotum. Scrotum. <laughs> scrotum. <laughs> the part two. <laughs> yeah that's gonna so, suck i don't think that's gonna come out that's not gonna make it yeah i was gonna ask you would you continue with the scrotuma or would you make a different type of remake a spin-off sequel prequel well i would personally rather see a boob uma <laughs> or you know like i want to see some female shit i'm not ready for all this guy ass it was like i i saw waldo's ass way too much in this movie <laughs> you didn't like those close-up i saw like the hairs freckles. on his ass. i saw like every hair i was not down with this shit at all down with this shit nice <laughs> and the even shit, as an yeah. ass man there was too much ass in this movie I'm an ass man, but it's not that kind of ass. <laughs> that, you know, I have very few notes on this movie. This might be the fewest notes since uh, the the midget western. But uh, <laughs> my first, uh, I forgot the name of that movie. Um, my first note, just, it just says, too much ass. And uh, <laughs> for, I, and I, you know, for a movie called Rectuma, you you think, well, that you know, obviously there's a lot of ass in this movie. I just think they could have thrown in a female ass every once in a while, just for my enjoyment. No one else's, just mine. You know, just you know, even if it was uh, his wife riding old Johnny Boy, I don't give a shit what happened, man. But it was you needed something like that. I I think Scrotum would be perfect. Uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Anxious. Like, is she like? Are they, is, she, is he knocking out people with his <laughs> balls, or what's what's how they were killed? Because did you notice that one scene um, when we had the Godzilla ass that it was actually a person's mouth like eating? Like they actually showed like you know imposed a person's <laughs> mouth in the asshole. Yes, and like, I did that. was that. like sucking him up. Yeah, that was during the... That was gross. That was Osama Bin Laden, whatever the guy's name was. Sama Kamalata. <laughs> so let's get to some quotes. Well, hold on. Okay, sorry. I have a, a spinoff I'd like to propose. Oh, all right. Oh, sweet. Wow, look at Gene. Just an eight-episode eight Hulu spinoff. And... It's the proctologist after, you know, after this movie. Just a spinoff with this proctologist. I feel like I love it. a lot of potential, a comedy, 
can even make it like a how I met your mother type comedy with the laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, I'm the only earth on the spinoff I would say is that remember at the very end, the uncle said that they uh, did a switch him and Dr. What was his name? Want some sake? Yeah, want some sake. They just switched. So it's kind of like a parent trap. And so there could be like a parent trap movie where, oh, yeah. Uh, actually, we'll do a favorite lines first. But that was one of my favorite lines is about, about the uncle, actually, too. Go ahead. I have to find it. Someone else go do their favorite line first. Uh, I'll do mine. It comes from uh, Sama Kamalada, who's he's getting a phone call from his wife, who is just nagging at him and saying you know you never come home blah 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 and you say you're out with the boys and just on him on him on him and he's just like you know getting tired of it he hangs up and he looks at the one guy and he's like women can't live with them can't beat them over the phone (laughs) (laughs) okay my line was when they were first introducing um dr whatever his name was kamasaki um not drinking sake lately <laughs> whatever it was like yeah he's a japanese scientist from japan a japanese scientist from japan eric you have one yeah uh, this this is the proctologist's movie to me he steals the show and he has a line that made me laugh because if you heard this while getting a prostate exam, it's like the one, you know, it's it's a little quirky, but he asked him if he caught the game last night. You catch the game last night <laughs> yeah, as you stick in his finger in the ass. I just feel like it's the funniest thing you could ask when sticking a finger up somebody's asshole. I'm so glad when I had my uh, colonoscopy that I was out because I don't want to be talking to nobody fucking touching my asshole. <laughs> so the doctor's got My his... wife was there for this. You know that? <laughs> Great, grand. So uh, the doctor's got his fingers up that guy's ass, and he's like, yeah, did you catch the game? And he's like, yeah, Sammy Sosa, you hit the ball, and went way up, up, up. <laughs> and Waldo's eyes are, like, bugging out. <laughs> it's like, doctor, he's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> he's I kind of like, fell in love with the Waldo actor. Even though he's, like, a bad actor, I kind of like, oh, like, liked him. I'm going to say, okay, I know you two didn't love this movie as much as I did, but this is the perfect movie where you grab some friends, you know, have some couple couple couples over, and you watch this movie, and you're gonna laugh your ass off. At least well, you're leading right movies. into whether you should watch this movie drunk, sober, or high. And I say you have to be drunk. You have to be with a lot of people, and if you want to throw in some high, great. <laughs> like I said, I've watched it three times, so I've watched it. Three- How many times sober? Three varieties. One time. Have you ever sober. watched it sober? Once. Okay. And I, I laughed it. all the time, so I was doubt it. <laughs> doubt it. I, I doubt it. <laughs> We're just oil and water today, Marty, because I don't feel like one woman in this entire planet's gonna like this movie. <laughs> this movie's so you. vulgar and grotesque and raunchy that it's maximum it's maximum grossness to the point where it's going to be hard to find a woman that likes this movie. And even some men, like I didn't like this movie that much. <laughs> I, hate Brad House I movie. fucking hate you right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, should we do some 
Oh, by the way, I don't have any reviews because there really isn't nothing on this movie. So I'm gonna do some questions from our mailbag. From oh, the uh, we we'll call them, do we call them, what do we call them the B dubbers? Um, real quick, um, how are we doing on our our podcast uh, time? Are you watching this, sir? Okay, thank you. <laughs> Says the man. Um, so that's my no my job normally when I'm over there. I take it we're just going to uh, do um, questions. So these questions. Um, okay, I got some here. This one is from CV. It says, you guys do a lot of bad movies, but what's the best movie each one of you guys have seen? Mm. On this podcast or in, no, in general? Just in general. We got eight minutes, so take your time, Jim. <laughs> I have so many great movies. Man. I know. Like, I, I, I was thinking about that. One of my favorite like, movies that's not like one that I think that everybody has seen, which is like, I just love it, is Garden State. Garden State's one of my favorite ones. <laughs> Eric, All right. uh, Gene's laughing. Um, the other one is Rudderless. Rudderless is another one of my favorite movies. Uh, that's a T-Dog. Terrence, if you're listening, that's a shout-out to you, one of his favorites also. Whatever. Um, and Good Will Hunting. <laughs> So, my favorite movie of all time is One Food of Cuckoo's Nest. Not even close. Nobody can argue with me on that one, so, so fuck off. Um, Gene? I didn't mean to laugh at uh, Garden State. It's a great movie. I just was caught off guard that you picked a Zach Braff. Uh, oh, I love Zach Braff. Classic. So. <laughs> yeah, shouts out Scrubs. Uh, I have a tough time with, like, best movie ever just because I feel like comedy – and then drama action are like two separate categories almost. So, but I always will choose comedy. I always want to make, I always want to laugh more than I want something serious. So I go with Tommy Boy. Very Stripes good. is the uh, name for best comedy. This ever. one is from Stripes. Minnesota Listener. And he says, I brew my own beer. If I send you guys my stuff, will you give me a shout out? For sure. Definitely. Automatically. And if you want to send that, you send it to 523 West Bolivar <laughs> Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. These other boys don't need that shit at all. Again, not to play contrarian, but every time someone's given me a homebrew beer, it tastes like shit. So you yeah, don't have to send that's not true at all. Sean Wells, shout out. You have the best. <laughs> so, uh, best yes, ever. we will take beers, um, gummies, uh, yeah, but we actually would us, like to try your gummies. Us, your gummies are like you're more growing important or to us. Brewing, if you make a really good gummy or a, or a marijuana we'll cookie, we'll try. We would love those, and we'll shout out to you. Out, <laughs> and we will shout out your brand name All right. or whatever you this want. This one is from uh, DB. It says, uh, "Which came first, the chicken or the egg?" That's very, very easy i'm a chicken owner i have five chickens who are all five laying eggs right now oh, nice. and obviously they couldn't lay an egg without without being there so to me it's got to be the chicken gene did god make eggs or chicken yeah were adam and eve babies when they first started out was adam an egg you know, before Genesis he became adam <laughs> 
was Adam an egg? Do you have an egg? Adam a, start as an egg. Gene, you have an answer? He was, he was God's spooge. <laughs> All right. So my answer is I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to say the chicken came first, and then he rolled over and went to bed. Um, <laughs> this is the last question. Some donger. It says, how about a leprechaun special for St. Patrick's Day? I love it, donger. Um, how come you weren't? more informed during your podcast uh <laughs> guest showing dunger come on buddy <laughs> so we are obviously going to do one of the leprechaun movies for saint patrick's day i have yet to decide which one i love all whatever eight of them seven of them there's I the, have a, the, the space leprechaun in space is one that we should think about uh i'm leading towards number three which they, when they go to vegas that's just a little bit to me that's the pinnacle of the leprechaun films is that two but uh two or three but uh, uh space is uh right up there with it's gonna be those two you know so what are we, we watching bunch. next week that's what i'm asking who's going is it who's picking the new movie here it's eric's turn well, I, I had a movie all set then our podcast had a little bit of a setback and now we are approaching Valentine's Day, so I am pivoting. Oh shit! To one of the worst. I know what he's gonna do. Romance movies. God damn it! Ever made. <laughs> uh, we're going back to the Freddie Prince Jr. Well, oh, and you're yes. watching the movie Down to You. Down to you. Where can we watch this, Gene? <laughs> In hell. It is currently <laughs> on, hell. on all <laughs> platforms because I'm sure no one has ever. Stop I, this movie I suppose play. we're gonna have to have a special guest too. Someone with a vagina. Someone still, with a vagina. I'm still pushing for a Lynn Bushman special guest. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. We'll get someone with a vagina in here because we need that for the rom coms. It's not really a rom com. It's more about. It's more a depressing uh, romance film. <laughs> Great. I can't wait. <laughs> That's just um, that's perfect for. Bill but it does have Aston State. Kutcher playing Jim Morrison, so you can ha you can at least oh okay you know ponder on that. All right. Okay. Well, yes. Thank you all for listening in. Again, we were all virtual because of COVID and snow. None of us had COVID, but our families are stupid. <laughs> hey now. Shout out to all Disney World <laughs> visitors <laughs> and all Gordy's customers. <laughs> all right, everybody. Peace out. Laters. I'm about to